A table of fables. From the constellations to the oceans, all the nations, all our notions, it makes a story, a million stories. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Table of Fables podcast. I am James Funny Hat. I have a nice hat today. It is a purple fish hat. It's quite a nice hat, and I wouldn't say that it's funny unless you think purple fish are funny. And it's not just pictures of purple fish. It is purple fish stuck to the hat. And people were looking at it when I was out today. No one was really laughing, so I don't think it's a funny hat. This episode today is sponsored by Pranav in Toronto. Thank you very much, Pranav, for supporting the show. There's going to be a story very soon, but first, we have a question, and this question is from Charlotte. And Charlotte asks, Dear James Funnyhat, what is bigger, a dot or a polka dot? Well, Charlotte, that's a very interesting question. And let me measure. Okay, let me get my polka dot hat. Um, where is my polka dot hat? Okay, I found my polka dot hat. Now, let me find a dot. Where can I find a dot? If you're listening at home, you can find something at your house that has a polka dot. Maybe you have a polka dot hat too. And a dot, and then we'll measure. Okay, ruler. I need a ruler. I've got a ruler. Now, the polka dots on my polka dot hat are all different sizes. They range from 4 centimeters to uh, 0.6 centimeters. Now a dot. Uh, how big is a dot? I know where there's a dot. On a book. Okay, I'm going to get a book. I'll be right back. I found a book and there are dots all over the place in this book. There are dots 
over the eyes, and there are dots after every sentence. They are much smaller. So, Charlotte, we have discovered that dots are smaller than polka dots. But wait a minute. Are the dots on my hat polka dots? And how do you know if something is a polka dot or merely a dot? Charlotte, your question has only brought more questions. What a great question. We have another question. And this question is from Ben in Toronto. It says, Dear James Funny Hat, My name is Ben. I am six. I live in Toronto. Dear James Funny Hat, are cactus needles as sharp as they look? Well, let's try, Ben. I happen to have, in my very house, a cactus plant. And they do look sharp, and I will go get the cactus plant. All right, Ben, I have the cactus plant. And now I will take my finger and I will put it on one of the cactus needles. I'm getting closer to it. And actually, it doesn't actually seem to be that sharp. I don't know why they say they're... Oh, ow, 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 ow. Actually, yeah, Ben... Cactus needles are sharp. And I think we should have another rule that says no touching cactus needles when you're listening to the Table of Fables podcast. Let's make a rule about that, Ben. That is a good idea. Ow! I need to get a Band-Aid. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And I have a band-aid for the wound that I got from the cactus needle. And now I think we're ready for a story. When you hear the sound of the story bell, which will go ding, then put your hands up in the air. When you can't hear the story bell anymore, put your hands down and then the story will begin. So let's get ready by calming down and taking a deep breath. Like this. Breathe all the way in. And breathe all the way out. And breathe all the way in. And all the way out. Here comes the bell. Once was a temple, way, way up in the mountains, far away from cities, people, and noise. It was known as the Temple of Miracles, because many strange things happened there that were so unusual, so incredible, 
and so magical that no one could explain it. Many people from all over the world came to the Temple of Miracles to see it for themselves and to meet the monks who lived there, who were called the Masters of the Miracles. One day, on the long, dusty road that led to the temple, there could be heard five voices singing freely and joyously. It was the five monks from the temple hiking happily up the road. Their packs were heavy and their feet were sore, but their voices rang out with joy. At the same time, there were five reporters from a newspaper in the city who were also on their way up the road to the temple. The reporters wanted to see if there were really any miracles at the temple or if it was all just a legend. They drove up the road in a jeep that was stuffed with equipment. Went the jeep. At a certain point, the five driving reporters passed the five walking monks. What silly monks they are to be walking down this long, hot, dusty road. We are certainly very clever to be driving a truck, said the reporter with the red shirt. (laughs) Off they drove. After driving for many hours, they were exactly halfway to the temple when the jeep suddenly made a different sound. Two flat tires. What should we do? asked the reporter with the checkered pants. Let's walk back, replied the reporter with the steel eyeglasses. I don't think there are really any miracles anyway. Now, Let's walk on and see if the miracles are real, insisted the reporter with the thick-soled boots. The reporters camped out all night. As the campfire blazed, they argued about whether the miracles were real and if they should go back or continue on. The next morning, they heard a familiar singing sound coming up the road. It's the monks! It's the monks! Tell us, monks, our truck is broken down and we wonder if we should walk to the Temple of Miracles. Are there really any miracles at the temple? Or is it only just a legend? Asked the reporter with the thick-soled boots. One of the monks stepped forward and bowed, with his eyes looking up. Yes, there really are miracles at the temple. We have seen them many times before, he said. If you really are the masters of the miracles, then you should be able to show us a miracle, said the reporter with the fast-moving eyes. So come on, show us a miracle. We don't want to be wasting time here. The monks looked at each other, smiled, and nodded their heads. One of them stepped forward 
and bowed with his eyes looking up, and said, We will make you a bargain. We will show you a miracle if you first show us something that is not a miracle. It's a bargain, said the reporter with the fast-moving eyes. He looked around until his eyes stopped on a patch of ground where some grass was growing around some stones. He reached down and picked a handful of the grass and showed it to the monks. This is not a miracle, it's only grass! One of the monks stepped forward, bowing slightly with his eyes looking up. Ah, reporter says grass is not miracle, but when this grass was seed, it pushed its way through this hard rock. Grass is soft, rock is hard. Grass pushes through. This is miracle. And so the monks walked on. The reporter with the red shirt ran up behind them. Stop! Stop! What about this? He reached down into the ground and pulled up a dirty stone. This is not pushing through anything. It cannot do anything. It's not a miracle, it's just a rock. One of the monks stepped forward, bowing slightly with his eyes looking up. Ah, reporter digs stone from ground. Stone has been buried for thousands of years and has never seen the sun, has known only darkness. Stone feels sun for first time in thousands of years. For stone, this is miracle. The monks continued up the path. The reporters spoke amongst themselves. The monks will say that anything in nature is a miracle. Let's show them something made by people. There's nothing miraculous about that, said the reporter with the steel glasses. He ran after the monks, holding a pen. Wait, I have a pen. It's not a miracle. I brought it at the airport. One of the monks stepped forward, bowing slightly, with his eyes looking up. He took the pen from the reporter, looked at it for a moment, and then balanced it on a rock. Watch this pen, so delicately balanced on its end. Pen sits on rock. Rock sits on ground. Ground is part of planet Earth. Planet Earth is spinning through outer space at 1,000 miles per hour, right at this very moment. Pen does not fall down, does not even rattle. Reporter's truck only moving 20 miles per hour and has many rattles and vibrations. Breaks down in two days. Planet moves so fast with no vibrations. Keeps going for millions of years. This is miracle. On and 
on they went. As they walked, the reporters tried to show the monks things that were not miracles, and the monks showed the reporters that really they were miracles. When they reached the end of the road, the reporters discovered that they didn't need to go to the temple of miracles to find miracles, because miracles are everywhere if you have the eyes to see. Seven days later, at the Temple of Miracles, ten voices arrived singing freely and joyfully. It's the end of the story. And it's also the end of this episode of A Table of Fables. So thank you so very much for tuning in. This episode today was supported by Pranav in Toronto. Thank you so much, Pranav. And if you would like to support the show, you can go to my website, which is jamesfunnyhat.com. And you and your parents can find out how you can help the show to happen every week. You can also tell your friends about the show. You can follow it on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you very much. We'll be back again next week with another story. Have a great week and we'll see you next time on A Table of Fables. I'm James Funnyhead.